Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner Radio. This is Sarah in Portland. Hi, and it's Dimity hanging out here in Denver. Yeah, and although you're listening to this maybe in mid-November, we are recording this in October, so we have Halloween on our mind. Um, Dim, I still have to buy candy to hand out to the little trick-or-treaters. Have you purchased yours? Um, you know, I have a strategy, actually. Because, you know, I've been trying to eat cleaner. And so that means that I don't buy my, my, my number one strategy is that I don't buy stuff that I don't want in the house that I shouldn't eat. So <laughs> number one on that list. And then number one is, uh, is Halloween candy, right? Oh yeah. Um, so my strategy is to buy it on the 31st. It might be on sale then anyway. Ooh, um, okay. and I'm going to buy stuff I don't like, like, um, Smarties and I mean, I like Tootsie Pops, but it's not like I eat like seven Tootsie Pops in a row. It's like one <laughs> and I'll be okay. You know, <laughs> where like mini Snickers, I can down those, you know, with the best of them. Uh-huh. Um, and then my other one is nerds. Like I, there's Ugh. nothing worse than a nerd in my mind. Real, oh, I love nerds. Oh, really? Oh, I adore nerds. Although they do damage to my tongue. Um, you know, they can really shred my tongue up. But um, <laughs> all that sourness. But oh, oh yeah. For when nerds were first introduced, I was just totally into nerds. Um, wow. I, I like wow. sour candy. So. Oh, do you see? Yeah, I mean, I'm much more of a chocolate girl. Like Sour Patch Kids. I could just pass by those a hundred times and never want one. Oh, like I like runts and, or not so much runts. 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 No, that's what are the, like a uh, call from the past. They are runts. I think that's what they're called. They are runts, but I'm more like the, the kind of jellyish ones. Cause runts are the ones that look like little pieces of fruit, like little bananas oh, and stuff. Talk um, about teeth killers. Those things could like break a molar in half. <laughs> right. Seeing that I've been visiting, visiting my dentist way too often to get my, my uh, fillings replaced. You're like, what's wrong with your teeth, Sarah? <laughs> um, did you going going way back? Bottle caps. Did you like those back in the day? I did like bottle caps a long time ago. But now, I guess I find all candy the quality of mass-produced candy is just going to heck in a handbasket. The chocolate's so cheap. The flavor, the packages are smaller, and like bottle caps are a great example. They just don't have the same kind of effervescent, authentic taste. How about that? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember that root beer being oh. very, very root beer-ish. Oh, and the cola one. I mean, and this, you know, the one that it was supposed well, to be. Maybe it was the cola one. It was, it was the was brown one. I mean, who wants to eat a piece of yeah. brown, you know, little turd candy? But I mean, it tasted really like cola in a solid form. And now yeah. it's just like, bleh, like a little brown yeah. hockey, you know, puck or something. Oh, that's... Yeah, so I don't find candy as appealing, but um. Well, so so what are you gonna buy though? That's that's the question. What do you do? You have yours already? No, I don't. No, I need to get to a store, and um, because some for some reason the candy's not just showing up at my door. So I don't know. I have to go buy it. Um, so 
I oh, I'm a big fan of Starbursts and um, little packets of M and M's, and um, but I try to get things my kids don't like. But I'm not sure they've ever met a candy they didn't like. <laughs> Say good luck with that. Um, they are called pencils and pennies. <laughs> right, right. We do have we have a dentist who lives around the corner from us, and they hand out toothbrushes. And <laughs> oh, isn't that just cute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, oh, but we have our route all planned out because my kids, particularly the twins, are loving houses with Halloween decorations. So we've really scouted out this one kind of quiet street that's just one over from ours that has great Halloween decorations. And so I said to them on the drive to school the other day, I said, oh, we're just going to go on Northwest, North, sorry, Northeast 25th. And they're like, but, but then we won't go to the cat house, which is this house that's this enormous inflatable cat. And, you know, oh, but then we, (laughs) then we won't go to the house that gives the full size candy bars. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, why don't we just play it by ear? And then I thought, oh, now I'm depriving them of daydreaming about it. And uh, so I, I obviously. That's so funny. There's a there's one house on our route as well that gives out full size candy bars and kids like hone in on that. Like, you know, a bead of honey. It is hilarious. And I and I remember from my childhood, the only house that gave out full size candy bars. It's like a treasure among the rocks. Right. Oh, exactly. There's it's like as. um we must live in a very ritzy part of town because there's, I can, I can point out several houses that do it, but they're not one's on 25th and the other one is about four blocks away. But the guy who hands out the, he hands out full size Hershey bars. And I have to say his claim to fame other than that is he has run every hood to coast since its inception. He's on one of the two men's teams that have just, that are just a standard fixture on the hood to coast. And so John's a good guy. And so I was like, John, yeah, you know, and he's like running like twice as fast as I am. So <laughs> it's all those Hershey bars. That's that's how he fuels, right? right? Right. Like he's the person in our book who, you know, one bite of uh, banana, one bite of Hershey's banana Hershey's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a pre that's a pre race uh, or pre run meal that someone has, or I guess snack. I don't think it's a meal, but yeah, she has a bite of banana and then a bite of a Hershey bar. I know every time we every time we read that one, I'm like, that sounds like a really good idea. I know. I know. The only thing is, I don't know about if I could do, um, could do, uh, chocolate right before a run. I mean, I can do chocolate quite a bit of the day, but right before it might be a little much. Dimity has her, has her limits and that's it. That's I it people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell about, tell, cause, cause it's your, not your guest, but your idea for the guest. Tell us about who we're having on today. We are having Angela King who, um, is a massage therapist here in Portland. Her business is called Unwind Massage. It's unwindmassage.net. And I have had the good fortune of having Angela work on me several times, including uh, right before I PR'd um, uh, in 2009 and after I qualified for Boston in 2010. So she um, is a very talented massage therapist and also, in my mind, associated with many happy running memories. So let's bring Angela on. So Angela, before we get to talking about massage, tell us about uh, your recent race and why you why you did that. Well, I um, recently actually joined a running club in the spring, and uh, the team Athena girls here in in Portland, and uh, ended up injuring myself, and so I took most of the summer off running, and then I recently went on a big trip, and I only ran once, so I came back and was feeling a little under inspired. And so I decided to sign up for a cross-country race series here in town, um, having never run a cross-country race or a 5K before. And um, I 
I got up and I ran it and it was harder than heck. And I ended up um, finishing 49th out of 54 women. And it provided me exactly what I wanted was a sucker punch to my motivation. And so I got up this morning and put in my three miles and I'm <laughs> back to running. Oh, good. The good. next race is on sa- on Saturday, another race. So, Hannah, you got injured from your uh, that you set a PR, your half marathon PR, right? I did. I in I June? did two half marathons back to back, and then I also introduced the speed work with the the team Athena girls, and I think I probably just overdid it a little bit, mm. and um, you know, it was hurt. my knee was hurting, which I kind of self diagnosed as as IT band syndrome, and so I. I just realized I need to do a lot of rest to rehab it. Just it's one of those things you can't run through. So I was diligent, and now I feel I feel fine. I, I feel like I've, I've gotten over that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so the, the then did you as a massage therapist like do you have like secret moves that you can do on yourself for your IT band? Or I mean like like do you do self massage? Do you do foam rolling? Yeah, I um, I mostly pay. I mean, I mostly go and get more massage myself is what I try to do. But um, foam rolling is huge. Um, for sure. I also use a, you know, a, a tennis ball to try and get into to tricky spots. That's a little harder on your IT band. Um, there's some IT band um, stretching to do, but actually what I mostly learned about IT band syndrome is it's less about stretching and more about strengthening mm. um, your glute medius. And so I learned some, some moves to do that, you know, a single leg squat or what I call is the Jane Fonda's where you lay on your side and lift your leg up and down, or you do the clamshells. So I actually ended up learning to do a little bit more strengthening than worrying so much about stretching. Dimity knows from the um, the clamshell and the... I, uh, I'm a big clamsheller. I love my seafood around here. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I do the Frankenstein walk with the band around yeah, my that ankles, one too. you know. Um, yeah. And then one-legged squats. But, you know, I find that the one-legged squats are surprisingly hard. Like if you do them right and really like think about keeping your hips even, like I do them in front of a mirror to keep your hips even, your core engaged. I mean, I can go down like two or three inches, like, you know, it's not, and then my knee starts to waver. So that's the sign that that's as strong as I am (laughs) that day, you know? Um, So yeah, those are the ones that, that kick my booty literally. Yeah. It's the one legged squats. Those are the ones that I like do them in between my massage sessions. So I'll debate, Oh, I'll just do a couple squats right here. And so, Oh, I, I do them on the fly. Talk about it. Yeah, you do. awesome, awesome. Well, so Angela, we wanted to have you on to talk about massage, and I mean, I think it's one of those things like that. Moms, you know, I think it's one of those things that we all know that we should do. Mother runners know we should do, but in between life and um, you know a family budget, and you know, so the time constraints of of your your daily duties, plus you know the fact that we are buying diapers and formula and soccer lessons, and I guess you'll take piano lessons and soccer team. Um, you know, tell us why massage is so important and why it should be something that we try to make time and, and budget for. Yeah, I think um, mostly massage is is kind of that ounce of prevention um, as opposed to you know something. That really, I mean, it, it. That's where you get the most benefit. If you keep your body healthy, then you don't have to spend, you know, the money and the time that you'd need to go to to rehab an injury at PT or or for med, you know, for whatever, however you're going to treat that injury you get. So, massage actually helps by preventing the injury. I also, I mean, I also think it does pr- improve performance, and I also think it allows you to kind of take advantage of some rest and and mental um, relaxation to keep up with all of your busy, crazy life. Specifically, how does it prevent injury? I mean, what are you doing? Are you are you kind of loosening up the muscles? Are you you know detaching the tight spots? I mean, 
you know, from a geeky standpoint, I mean, what does it do? Yeah. So um, with any exercise, um, your repetitive motion, you're, you're constantly using your muscles in the exact same way as in running. So your muscles are contracting over and over and over. And what ends up happening is they sometimes get stuck in that contraction, um, which is kind of feels like a knot. And what happens when they get stuck is waste starts, you know, or not waste, or me metabolic waste starts kind of accumulating because um, blood can't get in there to, to clear out the, the waste and bring fresh oxygen and nutrients to your muscles. So it starts hurting. Um, so massage will help to uh, elongate the muscle, smooth it out, break up those adhesions before they get into a space which is, you know, really painful or, or starts, you know, giving you regular spasms. Um, massage also helps with your flexibility and um, maintaining kind of healthy joints and range of motion and, and keeping your, your muscles supple so that they don't get pulled. So when you're, you know, when you have a, a woman there on the table and, and if she's a runner, I mean, after like 10 or 20 minutes, are there spots or there th giveaways that you're like, oh yeah, this person's a runner? Um, well, almost everybody um, has the tight IT band, which mm -hmm. is the muscle that goes, or well, it's a, it's a thick layer of fascia that goes from your knee up to your hip. Um, it's a knee stabilizer. And so muscle um, runners are constantly engaging that to, to stabilize the knee while they run. So those are generally tight. Um, hamstrings are also a, a popular um, place. And shins, people, you know, get the shin splints or they get the tight muscles in their shins. So um, hips are, you know, problematic. Mm -hmm. I remember when you worked on me after uh, – after I qualified for Boston at Portland in 2010, you were like, you're the fourth person who's uh, I've worked on who ran the Portland Marathon, and you have the tightest calves of any of them. I was like, uh, thank you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that was a compliment. Yeah, I know. I don't think so. It reminds me, I got a massage uh, when I was training for the New York City Marathon back in 97, I guess. And, you know, they were, you know, I was living on a very paltry editorial system salary. So I I gave myself one massage after I think like my longest training run and, and I went in that afternoon and the guy was like, you're not from here, are you? Because <laughs> I was so relaxed, you know, and even after running 22 miles, like New Yorkers were so uptight. I heard the same thing from the dentist too. They're like, your teeth, you're not from New York City, are you? I'm like, I'm from the heartland where our water is pure and our, you know, use our teeth. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but so, so, okay. So in a perfect world, you know, I'm training for a marathon, Angela, how often am I getting a massage? In a perfect world, I would say uh, at least, you know, two times a month. Um, you know, that, I think that would be, that would be the, the best, I guess, if not even more as your distance increases, maybe, maybe push it up to weekly. But I mean, once a month, I think is, is great for just everyone in, in general. Um, and I think as athletes, I think if you can, if you can at least get in one, one time a month, that would be great. And then if you're training for a marathon, I would start, you know, maybe do every two or three weeks as your mileage increases. Mm -hmm. And is it important to see the same person? Like is, does a massage? Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog. 
as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email, or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely, hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR. Therapists truly get to know your body. I think, well, I, I think the answer is yes. Um, there's definitely people that I get to know um, for seeing them more frequently. But I think the real benefit to seeing the same person is that you get more comfortable. So mm. you are able to, you know, be able to ask the, the massage therapist to work on a certain place or go more, you know, go deeper or go lighter. And so you're the one that gets a little bit more comfortable with communicating with the massage therapist. Mm. That's a good point. Interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute because I think, I mean, you know, our listeners and our the mother runners. I mean, we're generally a pretty, you know, ask for you want, you know, I'm going to get it kind of thing. But there is something a little um, intimidating about, you know, being naked on the table and having somebody touching you in places that you know aren't very normal. And I mean, what happens to me often, you know, because I say I like hard pressure because I do because I feel like it's got to be hard to work, which is something else that I want to talk to you about in a little bit, but. Um, I mean, you know, like, I guess, you know, how important is that you speak your mind? Like, wow, you're really hurting me. That's, I don't know if that's, you know, that's helpful or, you know, I think you need to go harder. I mean, you know, you don't want a co-pilot, do you? But you want some input. Um, Well, I think, you know, first of all, you're paying this person, you know, X number of dollars to work on you. So you are actually the boss in this scenario. So I would empower anyone to say anything during a massage that's not making them feel comfortable. If even if, you know, if you're too cold or if the music's wrong or if they're not touching you in the way that you want them to, you know, dig in there. Um, I definitely like it when people tell me to go deeper and, and I like it even if they tell me twice, if I'm not actually going deep enough, you know, so that they feel like they're getting what they're paying for. And I, of course, I hope that they tell you, you know, when it's too much pressure. I think it's really good feedback when someone says, oh, that is the spot that is really plaguing me or that spot when you touch it refers pain somewhere else. Like that's extremely important information to for me to get. I think get, going to the same person, you also like, um, you know, over time, I end up focusing on different things and doing different techniques. So the person will know like, hey, I really liked it when you did that or I really liked it when you, you know, or that's not working for me or, you know, and it's all very specific to how your body reacts to the massage. 
Because that reminds mm-hmm. me then that um, Angela, before um, I guess I did before I did uh, Eugene in two thousand nine Eugene Marathon, you did a special massage on me the the kind of Thai one, mm-hmm. and that was what a couple days before, like uh, the Monday or Tuesday before the race. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, kind of different types of massage and how they can work into. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's the deep, the deep tissue massage, which a lot of people think of that is kind of more, you know, painful and, and it can, can be painful, but, um, the massage that you should get right before an event, you don't want to go too deep because it, you know, it will fatigue your muscles or it'll make them feel sore. And that's not what you want right before a race. So one thing to do is, is a little lighter massage, which is more like a Swedish massage, which is a lot of, um, you know, long strokes to help flush out and relax the muscles. But what we did was a Thai massage, which is also not as deep tissue. Mm-hmm. So it's not as invasive to the muscles. There's a lot of manual stretching, moving the body parts around. Um, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, a lot, it's great for pre-event because you're, um, you know, keeping the muscles going, keeping the, the blood flowing without really damaging or, um, you know, causing any pain or soreness the next day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you think most massage therapists are familiar with that type of massage? I would say most massage therapists should know the difference or should should ask you where you are in your training. I mean, and they should they should know what kind of massage would be best. You know, if you have a 20 mile run the next day, I, deep tissue is not probably the best for you at that day. Um, pre-event for sure, you don't want to do too much deep tissue to to really get in there and break down muscle adhesions and, and cause soreness. Um, what we did was that Thai massage, um, using some Thai massage techniques on the table. I don't know if everyone's, um, you know, as trained in that, but there's a lot of things within a general massage therapist toolbox that they can, in, they can use for mm-hmm. the different places you are within your training. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Angela, so let's talk about that pressure. So when is deep pr- pressure good and when is light pressure good? And then the corollary to that is, um, when do you best time a massage, but let's talk about deep versus light. Like when is that good? And, and w- when should you ask for each? Right. Um, I would say, you know, the deep tissue is, is kind of going in there, um, to, muscle adhesions and tight muscles and spasming muscles and really digging in there and trying to like help relieve the muscle, um, to reset the muscle. And so it's going to be a little bit more, you know, invasive. It's going to cause maybe a little bit more soreness. So within the scheme of your training, I would say you, you would probably, you could tolerate probably a massage, a deep tissue massage a week before an event, um, and, and have some recovery time. Everybody's different. Um, so I would I would do I would experiment more with the deep tissue and get it more you know a little bit farther before a big event. Is that the type of thing you want like the the like Dimity when she went in after a twenty two miler? Is that you know like a day or two afterward? Is that when you want a deep tissue? I would yeah I think a day or two after a big run is a great time to get some deep tissue work because um, your muscles have just kind of been working their their butts off and and <laughs> may have some you know constrictions and so that's that's a great time to go in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you don't like, but going in like the afternoon of after a big long run or after a race, I've heard that that's probably not the best idea because there's still a lot of, I don't know what's going on, but is is that a good idea or not? I mean, I, I, I would, I would say you're going to find runners who swear by going in the same day of, as a massage, as a, the event and getting a massage. I personally would recommend someone coming in the day after, just kind of give your body a chance to just battle what's been going on with it 
by itself. I mean, the body takes care of itself pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. And you may also just be too sore to get a deep tissue massage. Right. Don't um, touch me. Don't yeah. touch me. I would say, yeah. the, you know, right. the day of the event, when you see those stretching tents, that's a great thing to go in. I mean, that's 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 not deep tissue. That's just, you know, letting the muscles start learning how to calm back down after you just press them into service for, you know, 26 miles. Well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, that's – I mean, that's that's another question I have is, is like, you know, not stretching tents but massage tents. I mean, almost every big race or lots of smaller races too have – you know, a table or a couple tables set up to get a massage after the race. I mean, is that, first of all, the lines are always ridiculously long. So I'm never, I, I'm always like, oh, I don't have the patience to wait, but I mean, is it a good idea to, to wait it out and, and jump in for five or 10 minutes? Well, then? I would assume that those massage tents are, are not doing deep tissue. They're doing, you know, post-event massage, which is a lot lighter. It's probably a lot more like um, moving the muscles around, doing some flushing, kind of just helping your, you know, doing some light stretching, just trying to get your muscles to, to calm back down after doing so much exertion. So I would say, yeah, go ahead. That's great to do. Um, okay. And then what usually happens is then the next day and the next day your body starts getting the delayed muscle onset soreness. And so at that point is when you're going to probably want to come in for a little bit deeper massage to help get down to the roots of what's causing the soreness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then how do you, do, I, when, whenever I go in to see you, you're always like, oh, do you want me to focus on one thing? Should we do all over? And I'm always like, ah, yeah, what's the best thing to do? And then there's a part of me that's like, oh, just make it feel nice, nice. Like, so, I mean, is there a way you should divvy up the hour or 90 minutes or whatever that you have with the therapist? It's that's a great question, and um, it's kind of based on what you're expecting. If you're like going to the massage therapist because your hamstring is killing you, then maybe a little, you know, sacrificing some all over time, which feels great for some focus time on the hamstring, is going to actually make you feel the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but some, and I'm the same way. I, I have a hard time just focusing because the all over feels good. I I personally believe getting an all over massage while it feels good is actually just as therapeutic as focusing on a hamstring. For your mental state and for your stress relief and, you know, you guys, you know, mothers and, and working mothers, they have tons of stuff going on. I mean, you're if you're constantly stressed, that's that stress lives in your in your body and it's clenching your muscles, even though it, you're not running. Right. But your shoulders are hunched up against your ears. And so those shoulder muscles are constantly contracting, which is the exact same thing as using, you know, your legs over and over on a 10, 10 mile run. So you're still sure. going to get a lot of benefit from a nice, relaxing massage. Uh, okay. And so who listening to that just relaxed their shoulders? Because yeah. I know I did. <laughs> Angela's looking at me. I'm like, what? Huh? Up by the ears? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Not me. Never. Never. <laughs> I never get stressed. Um, well, so going back to the financial thing, and um, and you can just say, I don't know the answer to this if you don't know, but I'm just curious. I mean, are rates in your mind, negotiable. I mean, and not necessarily saying like, oh, say you charge $75 an hour and be like, no, I'll give you 45, but more like, okay, um, it's $75 an hour. What about if I buy a package of five? Could you knock $10 off a massage or something like that? I mean, do people ever kind of try to, um, to, to wheel and deal with you a little bit like that? They, they do. And I, I'm totally okay with that. Um, it's always kind of a little awkward to talk about money, I think on both sides, but, um, packages, you know, I definitely look for ways that, um, that massage therapists offer deals, right? Buying packages. I offer packages. I also offer, you know, something that if you come in during the middle of the day, it's a little bit cheaper. And and so kind of searching around and looking at different massage therapists, um, what they have to offer, but also finding when you find one you love, suggesting saying, hey, this is what I can pay. And is it, 
you know, just letting putting the ball in their court and let them decide because they can always just say no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So then speaking of that, how, how do people find a good, you know, not everybody lives in Portland, Oregon. How do you find a good massage therapist in, in your own area? I was thinking about this. I, I think I would just ask other runners, you know, mm-hmm. and, and ask them for referrals for sure. Um, but massage therapy is super individual. And I personally have like four massage therapists I go to for for four different kinds of massage. That just sounds so delicious. Well, I barely get a massage a month. So don't, I mean, it doesn't like I'm getting, they're working on me at left, right and center here. I, I'm just they're like anyone your, else. They're not your, at your apartment waiting for yeah. you to come home at your beck and call. Yeah. I have as hard a time as my clients do to booking a massage. It's, you know, thinking ahead and putting it on the calendar and, and, and spending the money is just as hard for me, you know, to, to do as anyone else. So I completely relate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have to say that um, Angela just got engaged. Uh, best wishes, Angela. And and I got to say that I think Mike is such a lucky guy because, you know, here he's marrying a massage therapist. So, like, is that like you're like, oh, here, honey, let me work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I actually charge him. <laughs> you do he has to pay because I'm not going to, you know, he has to pay. He's got to book an appointment. He's got to come into the studio. I, I charge him a very small amount, but it's, you know, it's my job. And so I... But how about like at the end of a hard day or like, you Mm-mm. know, she's like, mm, no, Mm-mm. that's not happening. <laughs> no. That's like going out to a pediatrician at our pool and being like, um, can you just look at my son's elbow? I think he broke it. Like, yeah, you're exactly. like I am off hours. I am not doing this. Like, sorry. You know? Yeah. For a long time, my, my little um, saying was, uh, I don't do massage on demand. So that kind of got me out <laughs> of people doing that to me. <laughs> Oh, so like me asking you after this to work on my tense shoulders, not happening. Okay. All right. Um, so, and then how about, um, we touched on a little bit, but how about like self-massage? I Self-massage is great. I think it's um, affordable, obviously. Um, <laughs> foam rolling is, is very popular. Although, you know, there's no need to kill yourself. You know, if you're walking away from foam rolling with bruises and, and it's tender to the touch, you're, you're overdoing it. So mm-hmm. back off a little bit on that. Um, just kneading yourself. It's harder to work your own legs and, and stuff, it, but it, it helps if if that's what you want to try and do. Um, I know a lot of people get a lot of success from using the stick, mm-hmm. which is used on the, the calves. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't see why a rolling pin wouldn't work, but um, I am totally for it. We, Absolutely. We suggest that in Train Like a Mother. We suggested a rolling pin. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I actually um, have uh, tennis balls. I have one on my nightstand. I have one at work. I have them, and I use the tennis ball, you know, in the glutes or I lean up against a wall and go up and down between my shoulder blades. So. Oh, uh-huh. Huh. It's clever. Clever. Nice. All right. Well, I think we have uh, just about run out of time, Angela, but thank you so much thank for being you. here. Thank you. It's yeah. been fun. Yeah. Thank you very much. Wow, I'm ready to just like put my computer, shut it down and uh, call and get a massage. Like right now, it's just that like relax and relaxation and stress release like that alone. Never mind that like pretty much every muscle in my body could use some of that healing power she was talking about. But I just want an hour on the table with a little Kenny G in my ear, right? <laughs> no, Enya. Isn't that the, the stereotypical? No, now, now we have the power to change the music so I can be like, you know what? I really don't like Kenny G. Could you please put something else on? <laughs> right, right. I like that point that she made. Um, so thank you for joining us for another Mother Runner radio. And if you like what you hear here, please look for us on Facebook, Run Like a Mother, the book. Our website is anothermotherrunner.com. We're on Twitter. She's Dim- at Dimity on the Run, and I'm at SBS on the Run. And perhaps most importantly, uh, check out our books. They're available on Amazon.com, Run Like a Mother, and Train Like a Mother. 
many happy miles. 